Hello there, and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined as usual by Solomon Ashams and Stuart Weir. Five of the big guns of African football have qualified for the 2014 FIFA World Cup in Brazil, and in fact, it's the same five as last time. So, is it good for African football? We'll hear from Cameroon midfielder Eno Eyang. From Nigeria, coach Stephen Keshi and Nigeria captain Vincent Enyama. It, it, it wasn't that easy. Maybe good, maybe bad in the second half, or the first half was better, or the second half was better. I mean, great, amazing, great results ending the year on a high. Plus, it's the first leg of the Confederation Cup on Saturday evening, with CS Faxian of Tunisia taking on TP Mazembe of DR Congo. So after a grueling qualifying campaign, the five teams to represent Africa at the 2014 FIFA World Cup are Nigeria, Ivory Coast, Cameroon, Ghana, and Algeria. The final knockout round provided some great games, and Cameroon beat Tunisia 4-1 in the second leg after a goalless first leg. Here's Cameroon midfielder Eno Eyang speaking to Stuart Weir on Skype. Well, the game was a fantastic game.、Uh, after we played in Tunisia, we knew that、uh, we had. To do everything to win the game in Cameroon. So, from the first day of the training uh, uh, camp, we we got ourselves very involved in training. Everybody was very focused and disciplined, and we knew that、um, to beat them, we had to correct a lot of errors we made away, and also make sure we scores as many goals as possible to to win the game. The atmosphere must have been amazing in the stadium or the home crowd. Exactly, the atmosphere was fantastic. Everybody was so excited, and、uh, the last two Africa Cup of Nations, we didn't qualify as a nation, so it was it was really really necessary that we qualify for this World Cup. So everybody was expecting it. It came in really grand style and just at the right moment to lift up the nation again. That's Cameroon midfielder Eno Eyang. So good for Cameroon, but is it good for Africa? Remember, Cameroon were a big disappointment at the 2010 World Cup, going out at the group stage, and they. Followed that by failing to qualify for the Nations Cup in 2012 and in 2013, and Algeria, Ivory Coast, and Nigeria all went out at the group stage two in South Africa in 2010, while Ghana went on to reach the quarterfinals. So Solomon, it's the same five teams for the World Cup as last time. Is this good for African football? Well, Steve, I don't think it's good for African football. There are a couple of teams out of the five. Maybe three of them deserve to be there because of how they've been playing lately. Especially for Nigeria, the way they've been playing. I think Ghana also deserve to be there. Ivory Coast, I'm not really sure. Algeria,、uh, I thought Burkina Faso would have gotten that opportunity to be at the World Cup for the first time in their history. Uh, because they played in the Africa Cup of Nations final against Nigeria, losing that, remember?、Uh, but I thought it was going to be a good experience for Burkina Faso going in there for the first time for the players. I think it was going to be really be a, a rewarding feat for them to be able to do that. Unfortunately, they didn't do it. I think it's not really a good thing for African football. I thought maybe、uh, other countries that has been consistent need the opportunity to go in there and to be able to showcase that. If we have these teams going to Brazil 2014 and.
not getting three teams, getting two uh, the round of 16, I think it's going to really be sad. It would be not good for African football if we get four or five of the teams not getting through the first round. Looking at it totally, I don't think it's really good. There is one or two teams that I would prefer to see them there, but unfortunately they're not there. Now we have the top five and we hope that they go out there and do well. So you want to see these teams getting out of the group stage and really proving their worth. Uh, as well as Burkina Faso, Ethiopia missed out. So you think it's a shame we don't have a newcomer going there to represent Africa? I think it's a shame that we don't have a newcomer. I think if there is any newcomer out of Ethiopia, Burkina Faso, uh, that needs to be there, I think is Burkina Faso. Getting all the way to the very last round, the very last huddle against Algeria, you know, uh, winning at home uh, 3-2 and then losing away uh, 1-0 is not really okay for them to be able to qualify. I think they really deserve to be there, especially against an Algerian side that I feel is not really a strong side when you pitch them together with the rest of the four teams that are playing right there. Algeria didn't do so much at the World Cup in 2010. It was really disappointing uh, the way they played. It was like they just came to participate, not really uh, to win games. But for Ethiopia, I think getting to the very last huddle you know, to qualify for a World Cup tournament it's enough achievement for them. They will go back to the drawing board and we hope to see them also competing very well to try to qualify for the next World Cup after Brazil 2014. Well, you can give us your views on this on our Facebook page with the same five African teams qualifying again for the World Cup. Is it good for African football? Well, up on our Facebook page, we were asking for your reaction to Cameroon, Nigeria and Ivory Coast all making it to Brazil. Lamin Jama says it's wonderful they've made it there. Abli Osise says I'm comfortable to see them go through. I hope they'll be good representatives for the continent. Prince Emma in the Gambia says they all deserve it. It was a convincing victory for Cameroon. Nigeria deserve it too, but it was a nervous ending for the Ivorians. And Prince Emma says I really enjoyed the Nigeria game because it was officiated by a Gambian referee Papa Bakari Gassama. He is our pride. Well, interesting to hear that from the Gambia. Also on our Facebook page, which is Planet Sport Football Africa, all one word. We were asking last week if Al Atli will become the African team of the 21st century after becoming champions of Africa for an eighth time and having won six titles since 2001. Some of the comments up there, Rosina Sawana says, of course, yes, and they deserved it. While Norman says, no, this will not happen. The 21st century is rather long. Al-Atli are likely to lose some of their best players to European clubs. And what with the interference of politics in the game, I expect the Southern African and West African teams to begin making inroads in the African Champions League. Always good to hear from you on our Facebook page, the address Planet Sport Football Africa, and that is all one word. Well, here on the show this week, we're looking at the five teams that will represent Africa at next year's World Cup. And Nigeria have had a busy time. After qualifying for the World Cup last Saturday, they flew off to England to play Italy in a friendly in London on Monday. And they did well to draw 2-2 with the four-time World Cup winners. Planet Sport Football Africa's Stuart Weir was at the game. Nigeria were actually in danger of being overrun uh, for a while. But then, remarkably, the Super Eagles soared, scoring two goals in four minutes with Newcastle's Shola Amiobi at the heart of both. In the second half, Giacerini equalised for Italy, and I suppose they looked more likely to get the winner, but the final score was 2-2. And whatever you say, drawing 2 all with Italy must be a good result for Nigeria. A good result for sure, and Italy star Giuseppe Rossi was impressed with the Super Eagles. A uh, very good team. Uh, great test for us. Uh, they have quality players. 
and after coming back only two days from playing, uh, today they showed a lot of quality. Um, it, was a, it was a good game to watch. Goalkeeper and captain Vincent Enyama said it was tough to play two games in three days on two different continents. These guys are tired. They were tired. They played a game two days ago. They had eight, nine hours journey. So you can't expect them to play on the same pace or things like that. I mean, it, it, it wasn't that easy. Maybe good, maybe bad in the second half or the first half was better or the second half was better. I mean, great, amazing, great result ending the year on a high. Does this friendly actually give you guys a test of what you expect out of the World Cup? No, not yet. World Cup is still six months, eight months away. So we don't start talking about what it's given us today. So we have time to talk about what it's giving us today. That's Nigeria goalkeeper and captain Vincent Enyama. So, Solomon, uh, what shape would you say Nigeria are in with the World Cup just seven months away? Well, with the World Cup seven months away, I think Nigeria has been one of the most consistent team in Africa in 2013. They did so well winning the African Nations Cup and also qualifying. Nigeria is not really, for me, a 90-minute team yet. They need to play for 90 minutes, you know, and we need to be able to see them compete. Against Italy in their last friendly in London, And they didn't do that. You know, maybe it was because of jet lag. I mean, they came in like Vincent said, you know, maybe that was uh, the reason. But I also feel the midfield needs to get a bit of creativity. There is no creativity in the midfield. You know, gone are the days of players like Kanun Wanko and Austin JJ Okocha. But we need to see a bit of creativity. Uh, Onazi is is doing so well there, the guy from uh, Lazio. But at the same time, he's not really that creative player that you would expect. You need to bring that. And I'm sure Keshi is looking around and maybe he's probably going to end up bringing uh, two or three new players that haven't competed you know uh, during those qualifying games but they need to be able to keep that shape the goalkeeper we had from Vincent he is the best right now in France the best in Africa uh, so the defense is, is gradually uh, putting themselves together also but they're missing Joseph Yobo I think they need to bring back uh, captain Joseph Yobo from uh, Fanabachi, even if he's going to sit on the bench if he agrees to sit on the bench that is uh, just to be able to make sure that you know you get a lot of uh, cover in case there's any sort of injury or loss of form and also the occasion is so big for some of the players we need to be able to look at that because Nigeria needs to go to the World Cup and not do the same thing they did at the last World Cup in South Africa 2010 where they just played three games and went back home so they need to make sure that they do a lot of homework between now and the seven months that is before the commencement of the World Cup Well let's hear from the Nigeria coach Stephen Keshi speaking after that friendly with Italy he said he was pleased with the performances of the players who are not regulars in the squad Yeah, yeah it was it's good you know, playing against the Italian team is, is, is good. I had to psych them to the last minute, you know, to be there. And they, they did good. I'm happy for them. It gives me that joy that I can bring anybody in in the team and play, and they will do well. So that is what I'm looking for, and uh, we'll see how it goes better. So Keshi, uh, impressed there with uh, some of the players who are not regulars, but really you need to have the core of your team by now, don't you? Yeah, you need to have the core of your team. If you look at the game that they played against Italy uh, in the last friendly in London, uh, there was a couple of players, uh, regulars, that were on the bench. Uh, Vincent Nyama, the goalkeeper, was on the bench. We also had uh, Emmanuel Emenike, who was sitting on the bench. He came in much later. Ahmed Musa, who plays for CSK in Moscow, also was sitting on the bench. He came in, in later for Shola Miobi. Shola Miobi getting, um, I, I think, his first start for Nigeria. And we also saw the young player from uh, the USA, 
yesterday, uh, Major League Soccer, uh, DK, who got uh, the second goal for Nigeria. So there was a, a bit of changes and a couple of uh, midfield players that were in there. Uh, maybe he was trying to see uh, uh, some of these players in, in a big game like like that, you know. So yeah, it was a bit of experimenting. Uh, but you need to be able to make sure that, you know, experimentation stops here. So you can start really building uh, your team with the right strategies based on your opponent. You know, very soon the draws are going to be made and you're going to know which group you belong in and which team you're going to be playing there. And uh, I'm sure Keshi has a lot of players at his disposal. There's a big uh, debate going on in Nigeria right now. And if he should bring some of the players uh, from the Nigerian Golden Eagles team that just won the Under-17 World Cup in in the UAE. Uh, Some people are saying they're too young for that. Some people are saying, no, they, they need to bring them in because the midfield needs uh, some sort of firepower. So we hope to see what is going to happen. He has uh, said that he might bring them in, but the, some of their coaches are saying, no, you know, you don't bring a player in there and then he doesn't get to play. It shatters his confidence. So we hope to see how he's going to gradually bring them in there and also be able to uh, stop experimenting because I think the time for experiment is, is over. We saw England did the same thing, losing to Chile and Germany uh, with that experiment. And uh, I'm sure uh, the coach is going to look back and say, okay, now it's time to stop that and let's start building for the World Cup if you really want to achieve something major. Well, the draw for the 2014 FIFA World Cup takes place on the 6th of December, so we look forward to that. Just before we go, the first leg of the final of the CAF Confederation Cup is on on Saturday evening with the two-time winners CS Faxing of Tunisia taking on TP Mazembe of DR Congo in the first leg, playing at home in Tunisia. Mazembe are the four-time African champions. Which way do you see this one going, Solomon? Definitely, I would put my money on a CS Faxing from Tunisia, uh, not because uh, they are coached by Rudy Kroll, the former uh, Orlando Paris coach, and who actually recently coached uh, Tunisia in their last World Cup qualifier against uh, Cameroon. He's their coach, and he's taking them into their fourth final. You know, they won in 2007, 2008, 2010, they got to the finals. Now they're back again in the finals. So I think traditionally, you know, they are the most successful CAF Confederation Cup champions team in there. And playing against uh, TP Mazembe it's not going to be easy. TP Mazembe has won the African uh, CAF Champions League four times. They have a good coach in Patrice Cateron, who is the former coach of Mali, who took them all the way to the semi-final of the Africa Covered Nations in South Africa earlier this year. So I think they also want to win. You know, I think TP Mazembe is all about winning. Whenever they compete, they want to win. Uh, for them, they wanted to come to the Africa uh, Champions League and really win. But they lost at that final round before the group stage against Orlando Pirates, who happened to get all the way to the finals playing to, against Al-Hali. So it's going to be a good game. The first leg is definitely going to be a very tough one, but I see CS Faxon doing so well, and if TP Mazambi really want to make sure they win it, they have to make sure they play a good game in the first leg against uh, CS Faxon in Tunisia. That way it's going to be much easier for them when they go back to Lumumbashi to play in the second leg. Well, that promises to be a really good game. Well, that's it for this week, but we'd love to hear from you on our Facebook page with the same five African teams qualifying again for the World Cup, is it good for African football? Do give us your views. The address, Planet Sport Football Africa. That's all one word for our Facebook page. From Solomon Ashams, from Stuart Weir and myself Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week and you can find the show online at planetsport.tv. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.